This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. Just be patient, and I know I stink. Everyone tells me I stink. Yeah, you're so the worst. I am the worst. Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at com. I tell you, I'm not a very good catcher. I'm much better at getting high than getting low. According to Jim is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Inside the 15, BU later! Two plays and a touchdown! Everything happening in the sports world. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes! And even some things not happening in the sports world. It's always you asking Steve if he's done things and he says no. It's always him saying, no, I don't know what that is. I don't do that. No, no, no. He said, why don't you ask him some things that he does know? Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, worldwide, at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always... The most popular man in the entire city of McPherson, McPherson County today, Mr. Steve Sell. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Are you feeling exhausted yet? I I can tell you're a little mentally exhausted. I'm a little frazzled. Uh, If you go to midkansasonline.com, we have a preview of the McPherson High Salina South game, as well as previews on all the area teams. Uh, We have the most extensive coverage of the area football scene. There is no question about it. Well, that's right, and you're excited to get some football underway tonight. We have Bullpup football tomorrow night. We have Bulldog football on Saturday afternoon in Wichita. You and I have been talking with coaches and doing our investigative research. Steve, Exhausted. Oh, man, we have been working hard. And I was joking to myself yesterday. I was actually talking to my grandmother, and I said... I've been preparing for the first Friday night and the first Saturday of a college football and a high school football season. Now, this is my seventh year of doing it. And I know what's going to happen every single time is that we get closer and closer to Friday and the amount of things I have to do keeps building and building and building. And all of a sudden, the water line is like just Mm -hmm. below my chin. And every year it happens. And every year I'm more prepared for it. And every year it still kills me. Well, it does. And you know... (laughs) Mid on midkansasonline.com, we we're we're gonna have ten to fifteen stories every day posted. Just you know, middle school, high school, college, my columns. In fact, uh, I'm just finishing up Fearless Forecaster. Ooh, he's so old. The guy didn't even remember that he had to have his column. You know, his stuff in for today. That's right. So he dropped it off late. I'm getting a late start on him. Just about finished with it after when the When he still does it on a typewriter. Yeah. Right? So you have to copy yeah. and paste yeah, it from his old, typewriting. Yeah, on the old car, You know, he's got the old carbon with the double, you know, he has a carbon, so he has a copy. I heard it chinging around in his car. It went cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I don't even know where he finds, you know, ribbons anymore for that old typewriter. <laughs> but uh, uh, the Fearless Forecaster picks will be up by 1.30 today. Okay. I know a lot of people have been saying, where's Fearless at? Well, we weren't even going to bring him back. I mean, the guy was terrible last he year. He was awful. He begged. I mean, he begged for one more year. He so. said, guys, I'm hanging on. It's been 41 years. I, I need this. Yeah. I'm getting old. Yeah, but uh, I told My him. My feet I, hurt. Yeah, I told him. I said, this is it. You don't get at least 75% this year. 
your toes. Then he's done. We can find someone at half the price. That's right. Sure. That's yeah. He, he is maybe the highest paid employee. He here really at the could be. He doesn't even work here, and he's about the highest paid person here. <laughs> so we will give Fearless's Inman prediction. That's the one that we can disclose here early today. Right. We'll give that at the end of the show. We have a ton to talk about. I want to dive into something that you had up yesterday, Steve, because we had Coach Young on the show. We didn't have a chance to dive into what was a really busy day. And I want to talk about your NFL division predictions, how you see things working out. I'll give my take on it as well. But have you seen the developing Antonio Brown news over the last hour? He's a knucklehead. Do you you remember when I said Oakland doesn't have it figured out? And if you really think that Oakland is going to be good this year. You're just missing the point here. What, what You're you, missing what you, the big picture. What do you think our man Treg Falls thinking? Right I don't now? think he's real happy with he's Mr. Antonio Brown. Yeah. So in case you were still getting yourself caught up on what happened, after all of the missing of practices and, gate. and all the helmet stuff, there were some fines that had to come to Antonio Brown. I, I, their team rules and things like, oh, you miss this day of practice, you get fined this amount of money. So... The Raiders send him his fine, and Steve, you're not a big social media guy, but Antonio Brown posted that on social media yesterday. He posted the letter that he got from GM Mike Mayock saying, hey, you have to do this fine, and he wasn't real happy about it. So apparently, Mayock and Brown got into it last night, and now Antonio Brown's not at practice, and they are anticipating a suspension. Now, Adam Schefter is all over this. Yeah. He's got somebody in that Raiders locker room tipping him off and telling him what's going on. Yeah. And apparently, Adam Schefter thinks that there are rumors around the NFL. The word on the street is that there are some that believe the Raiders are going to suspend him with the idea of trying to void that $30 million guaranteed money in his contract, which would probably end his time in Oakland. You know what? I, so if Antonio Brown is not on the Oakland Raiders, they have absolutely no chance to be any good. And here's what I hope happens. And maybe I'm just a narcissist or a bad person. <laughs> I hope if he gets released, I hope nobody touches him. He's he is absolute toxic. I'd be pretty pumped if the Chiefs signed him. Uh I I don't think you want the headache. I just don't think you want the headache. And it, I'd like to see I want to see him grovel because he is just made a mockery of the NFL. He's made a mockery of what the hierarchy's all about. He's just a strange dude. Yeah, I would I would like to see him get released, nobody touch him, and then he has to grovel to somebody. Let him go get, get a 9-to-5 job like us Ham and Eggers do. Yeah, well, we're more like a 9-to-12 a.m. Yeah, right yeah, now. Right. Maybe he could go to Miami. Maybe he could pick games. Arizona. Fearless. Yeah, our our new fearless forecaster is Antonio Brown. (laughs) I think that would be a little too high on the salary and the payroll for us. Steve, I wanted to address your picks in the NFL. We have a bullpup football preview Thursday to get to. A ton of stuff coming up on this show because we are just so inundated with knowledge. We have so many things going on in our heads right now. But you ran your sell on sports column making all of your predictions your bold claims on who is going to win each division in the NFL. You have Super Bowl champions picked. You have division winners picked. You have NFC and AFC champions picked. Where do you want me to begin? Where do you want me to spoil it? Go, go. Well, it's, it's not spoiled because it's been up. Well, right. Yeah, starting the NFC. 
So in the NFC East, Steve Sell predicts the Philadelphia Eagles right. will be there to win it. And I think that's a pretty safe pick. Unless Ezekiel Elliott. Who would have thought this? That Ezekiel, uh, three days ago, Ezekiel Elliott is going to be fine and play week one, oh, and I Antonio knew, Brown won't. I knew it was going to happen. I mean, I knew all... Jerry. No, Jeff, but that Antonio Brown would be yeah, the one exactly. that was an idiot. But uh, I just think Philadelphia, you know, everything kind of went wrong early for them. Remember, they won, the, they won the Super Bowl two years That's ago. That's right. And I think they're very hungry now. If Carson Wentz stays healthy, they'll win 11 to 12 games. NFC South. New Orleans Saints, you are in on Drew Brees. I think you drafted him on your fantasy football team last night. Yeah, I got him and Michael night. Thomas. But I'm telling you right now, don't sleep on Atlanta. I like the Falcons. Remember, I picked you, them to win the Super Bowl last right. year, and they failed me miserably. Yeah, I, I got Atlanta, and, and I think I made a caveat says it would not surprise me if Atlanta actually over, overtakes New Orleans because New Orleans looks too good to be true, and my daddy used to always tell me, if it's too good to be true, it probably is Ooh. too good to be true. NFC North, you are in on the Vikings, not in on the Bears or the Packers? I think the Bears overachieved last year. Uh, I, I like their defense. Um, I just can't believe in Mitchell Trubisky. And Minnesota, I tell you, I, I think Minnesota's they're a team that's really going to make a deep run this year. I don't have a lot of faith in Kirk Cousins to yep. be an elite quarterback. I think he well, could be. he better throw to Adam Thielen because that's who I got. NFC West. Now, this is a little shake-up. Yep. You're saying Seattle. I'm going with Seattle. And yes. You're not in on Jared Goff, the multi-multi-million-dollar man now? I, th- I think everything went right for them. And I think Todd Gurley, he's da- I think he's damaged goods. You watched him in the Super Bowl last year. You know, he's got that knee problem that just persists. I just feel like that they're going to take a step back, and Seattle is going to be your real surprise team in the NFC. So your wild card teams are the Rams and the Falcons. You are saying, though, that it will be the Philadelphia Eagles I like the that e- play in the I Super like Bowl. I like the Eagles to come out of the NFC. Uh, I, I, just, I just think they're the most, they're best all-around team talent-wise. I'm glad that you're on the record here. We're getting this out of the way okay. early because the NFL does start tonight. Right. AFC East, you are thinking, wow, it's a shocker. It'll the be, New England Patriots be, are going to win the East again. It'll be over by December 1st. Ooh. Yeah. Early. Yeah. NFC, or excuse me, AFC North. Now, this is a division that might not be the best division, but it might be the most competitive at right. the top. Yeah. It might be the most competitive for first place. Not that I think either of these or any of these three teams are that great. I think it's going to be a big race. And if it were me, Steve... I think I would go Cleveland, Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Well, my my theory's but always But you been, have it a little different. My theory's always been when in doubt, go with the proven winner. Actually, I would go Cleveland, Pittsburgh, Baltimore. Yeah. That's I, what I would do. I like Pittsburgh. I think Baltimore is the other surprise team. I got them making I believe I got to make them playoffs. And I just think their defense is really good. I drafted their defense last night in my fantasy league. I think Cleveland is the team that is set up to fail. There's been so much hype about him. I'm not sold on Baker Mayfield. Sorry, Grandpa Danny. I just don't. Boomer. I, yeah, I just, I'm not a believer in Baker Mayfield. His hands are too small, right? And I think Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be a cancer to that team. It's going to bring that team down. The AFC South, who I might have said was the best race at the top a week and a half ago before Andrew Luck decided to retire yeah. and before Lamar Miller got hurt for the Texans because you have... A fairly decent Tennessee team. You have the Indianapolis Colts, who 
had the makings of being a very good team with Andrew Luck, and now we don't know exactly what it will be. And then you have Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. Well, I think Houston's won it for the last six years. J.J. Uh, Watt's getting older. I think there's a sense of urgency with the Texans. I like them over the Colts. I think, you know, Andrew Luck's loss is huge. Tennessee is one of those teams that's 8-8 eight and eight every year. And who's the other team? Jacksonville. No offense. Their offense is painful to watch. We'll have to get your prediction tomorrow on how you think the Chiefs will do against Jacksonville. The AFC West. Here's where it all comes from. We're going to start at the bottom. Who do you have as your last place finisher in the AFC West? Well, remember this happened. This was yesterday. Yeah, and even before Antonio Brown became a knucklehead again, I had Oakland in last. I had Oakland in last. I just, there's just, (laughs) there's just something about them. They do too many stupid things. I just don't think John Gruden's a good coach. I don't think Derek Carr is a good quarterback. Yeah. What do they have that's going well? Right. A bad stadium. Yeah. Oh, terrible stadium. A weird fan base. Yeah. They're about to move. Yeah. John Gruden's on the weirdest contract ever. Way way overpaid. Your third place team in the AFC West. I got Denver, and I think Denver's going to be better. You know, I've seen a lot of people picking Denver to win four to six games. I think they're going to be 500. I, I love their defense. Maybe de- just because they have two wins over the Raiders. I love their in. defense. I love the way they run the football. Joe Flacco just has to manage the game. He doesn't have to try to win games. Now, Steve, your very important top two. The number two team in the AFC West, who are you taking? Well, until Melvin Gordon decided to hold out, I actually had Kansas City as my number two team. You were in on the Chargers winning the yeah, division. I was in on the Chargers winning the division, but I think now, I think Kansas City wins the division, the Chargers second. Kansas City will outscore teams. I think the addition of Shady McCoy. Shady. Great, great pick for great pickup for Kansas City. He can't do anything but help. And the Chargers, I just Can he play cornerback? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, we watched that thing last night showing Orlando Scandrick getting burned. <laughs> Throwing his helmet oh, down on the ground. Yeah, Orlando Scandrick saying it was the referee's fault when, you know, he's just awful and couldn't cover anybody. But the Chargers, I just there's just something about the Chargers. I think Phillip Rivers kind of you know, really peaked last year. I don't look for him to be as good this year. But they got a receiver named Williams that is a perfect compliment. Michael Williams compliments Keenan Allen really well. They will fill the air with footballs. So your rest of the AFC, as we continue the bracket here, Steve, you've got the Chargers and the Ravens in the wild card. Right. Your AFC champion you have listed as? New England. Of course. Do you see the Chiefs potentially being in that game again? I do. I do. And But, you know... I, like I wrote in my column, everybody always tries to find reasons why New England won't be there. And, and you're just trying to continue to show the reasons why they will? Yeah, and they're there more. And for one thing, they win their, They have their division clinch. I mean, Pistols, Miami Dolphins, they play them twice. Ugh. Worst team in football. Miami's just dreadful. Sorry, Pistol, but that's the way it is. But I just think New England has time to prepare. They get more time to prepare. And then them against and then the they Eagles always have, in the you know, Super Bowl? They always have a good enough record that they're home they don't, you know, last year they did have to go to Kansas City, but more often than not, they're home. So, I like New England. I like New England over the Eagles. It's, a, I think it's a replay of what? No, it was it two years ago? Two years ago, when the Eagles won. Yeah, the Eagles won. So this time, I think New England. I think New England gets it done, and Tom Brady will probably come back for another year at age forty-three. Sure. All right, Steve. Let's take our first break. When we come back, do you know what time it is? Time for Bullpup Football. Bullpup Football preview on a Thursday. We're feeling good. Game day is tomorrow. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. 
You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer's State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 12.30 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. It is a Bullpup football preview Thursday, getting ready for McPherson's season opener at Salina South. Steve, I remember there being a pretty good deal of anticipation and excitement going into last year's season opener against the Cougars. The game being at home, a team that was very similar to what it was the year before and the first of two years making it to the state semifinals. But I feel like the excitement the expectations, and just the overall interest in this team has gone up like five times what it was last year. Do you feel the same way as I do? I really do, and I think one reason is there's more question marks to me with this team than last year's. I knew, you know, the defense would be good in time. Of course, it ended up being good from day one. I knew the offense the offense would be prolific. You know, we had all the playmakers back. But there are so many new faces on offense. I'm just curious to see – how it all fits together. Uh, I really think this is going to be more of a power football team this year. I don't think uh, we'll throw it as much. Maybe I'm wrong. I know we, Coach Pav would like to have that balance that they've had, but I got a feeling this is going to be a team that lead, uh, leans a lot on Caleb Hoppus running the football. I think Jacob Biles is going to run the football, Matt Ramey. One reason I think they're going to run the ball more is they have of their four top receivers – Three or sophomores. Right. And you just don't see sophomores that often play a big role in game one of the season. One name that you said a minute ago was Caleb Hoppus, and he is officially the starting quarterback for week number one. We had a feeling that it would be him and being a senior and being ready for that job. And I'm really excited to see what he does in this role because we got to see him a little bit as a sophomore in some backup roles and some blowout games. But from what we've seen this summer, number one, he has a very strong arm. And I can remember a couple of times with a little wind at his back, he was hurling the ball 60, 70 yards in the air. He has a very strong arm. He throws kind of sidearm. A little sidearm. He's got kind of that Mahomes sidearm uh, whip action. The other thing about him that I think is very intriguing is how hard he runs the football. It's not a he's soft a, run. He's a strong dude. I'm trying to think of another quarterback that I can even compare to. Jalen Hurts, I know we watched him the other night for say, Oklahoma. If, you, if, if you're a McPherson fan, Tucker Hawkinson. Yeah. He's not as tall as Tucker, but he runs. Tucker was a tremendous runner. Tucker wasn't a great passer. But uh, but a hard runner. Yeah. Downhill runner. And he runs with cruel intentions. Man. And the other thing about this team too, Steve, and I talked with Coach Pav about it this morning, they are some mean dudes on the defensive side. Yeah. They are angry. Yeah. They are strong. They are physical. They are big. And I think that this team is going to be out for blood yeah. a few times this year. Yeah. I think defensively, I mean, they've got six guys back that that earned league honors, I believe, last year, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. You got it. Uh, and and uh, then, yeah, Matt, you know, Matt Ramey's added in. I think a guy that's really going to, step up this year that people don't know about is 
Jaden Alexander. Yeah. Uh, he's a heat-seeking missile. Plays with a chip on his shoulder. I just, I just think that uh, um, this bullpup defense, I think the front seven is really, really good. Uh, the back end, uh, Jacob File, really good defensive back. Hoppus, really good defensive back. Tyson Gottwall had a nice interception uh, in the uh, Jamboree. And then who am I forgetting in the secondary? Jaden Dukes Jayden, at a corner. Jaden Dukes at a corner. So, you know, sophomore. And I think you'll see Salina South. I think you'll see Salina South attack the corners. I really do. I think you're going to see them throw the ball quite a bit because I, if you read my story on midkansasonline.com today, Salina South had a grand total of like minus six yards rushing or something like that last year. Minus six rushing. Minus six and 74 yards of total offense. Because Khalil Lisbon started out body slamming guys left and right, uh, you know, to start the game last year. Cody Stufflebean, we saw him last week in the Jamboree. The Valley Center coach, the Newton coach, kind of went up to Pav and said, are you kidding me? You know, at some of the things he was doing. He was shoving defenders back in the linemen, and they were running, you know, knocking. It was like bowling pins going down. You know what we have had to say each of the last two years, Steve, going into game number one is, what is the situation with the offensive line? Right. How is this line going to mesh together? And I think this year, there is not as much of a question mark with that. And I think the five guys that they are going to go with up front are not only very good, they are big, they are physical, and they are going to have to go up against a little trickier defense with Salina South, one of the few teams that they will see that runs a 3-4, okay. and that makes things difficult. And last year, the reason that it was so difficult is that Salina South had two incredible defensive linemen, one of them being Isaac Mitchell, who ended up going to Yale. He was the 5A Javelin State champion. You had Jaden Miller at nose tackle. Right. And those guys were beasts, and yeah. that's your first test, and it's a tough way to start the year. But I think this group of Blade Anderson, Jonah Scott, Courtney Craig, Dakota Istis, and Colton Eldridge, I think they're ready for that task. Yeah, and, and the other thing is there's some backups that are pretty good. Yes. Uh, the offensive line had the tightest races of any other spot on yeah, the field. Yeah, Pav says they got eight offensive linemen that he feels comfortable with. And, and again, they're big. The question is, can they move and open up holes? Because Jacob Vile isn't going to need much of a hole. And, you know, we really didn't get a C the true Jacob Vile and the uh, Jamboree, they kind of kept him under wraps. I think he only carried, what, three or four times? Not many. Yeah. And uh, you got to get him the ball in space. So I, I really look for him to do things. I, I want to see him – Me, this is just me being an armchair quarterback. I want to see a lot of passes in the flat Yeah. to Jacob Vile, let him get out in space. Because I think he gets out in space, he's going to be – Really fun to watch. Last year, Steve, on offense, and really all across the field, there were a lot of guys that had been there before. They were leaders. There were no doubts whenever they took the field what was going to happen. This year, is it going to be the same story? That, I think, is the only difference maker here. And the word that we have heard Coach Pav use over and over again this week, execution. Execution. Being able to go out and do what you are supposed to do. And I that really, is the key on Friday night. And I Friday really night. believe in this first game, if the Bullpups don't put the ball on the ground, if they don't get it picked off, they don't commit pre-snap penalties, I think they'll be just fine. We're excited, Steve. Yeah. We have been putting together all of our notes. We are getting ourselves all jacked up for Friday night. The Friday night lights will be on. It's going to be hot. We've got an hour-long pregame show. Oh, yeah. Extensive coverage. 96.7 KBBE. That's right. Maybe the magazines will be available by then that people can grab a copy on their way up to Salina, get a yeah. quick read before the game starts. Yeah, we hope to have them 
Uh, we were hoping maybe late today, but it'll probably be early tomorrow. Uh, we'll be on the air tomorrow telling people the magazines are here. We'll have them out at games. I, I don't think we have any home events next week. Not other to than, my knowledge. Other than football. So uh, I'll be getting them out to the area. Uh, remember, you can go to midkansasonline.com if you want to read the magazine. It's That's online. Right. It's there. And if you click on the appropriate tabs, you can get it nice and big. So you can just, you know, and there's an arrow. You just flip through the pages that way. So the magazine actually has been out for a week. So if you haven't read it online on yet, it. but a lot of people like that hard copy in their yeah, hand. Yeah. Because it's kind of a memento. Oh, yeah. A memento. There you go. Yes. All right, Steve. We'll take our final break. When we come back, I think Fearless has dropped off his pick for the Inman Teutons okay. tonight, taking on Belle Plain. Let's see. What else? Oh, Royals. We can talk about your good friend, well, Jorge Soler. And we also have soccer. That's right. We have a soccer broadcast tonight. We'll talk about that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, The Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE. So, uh, Steve, yes. that's your name. That's I was going to say hello. <laughs> you're, uh, I think you're on overload. Yeah, I think my brain's not working anymore. Fearless Forecaster, yeah. do you have his pick? Yeah. Inman Teutons taking on Bell Plain tonight. Last year, it oh, was yeah. an overtime thriller. Right. But they are now Matt Ramey-less, right. as he's now a bullpup. Did Fearless give you a good prediction on what he thinks? We'll do the rest of the Fearless picks tomorrow. Yeah, uh, he goes, uh, Fearless said he believes Inman's going to win that game. 20 to 12. Ooh. And, uh, you know, Coach Sawyer, he's pretty high on his team. He's got a lot of guys back. He's got 15 starters back. Really likes the way his offensive line is coming along. And he's got a bunch of guys in the backfield. Jace Dirksen's going to be one of the best sophomore quarterbacks in the area. Steve, we will be broadcasting Bullpup Soccer tonight. I originally thought it was going to be at 6.30. Instead, it is at 7. Did you get that verified? Well, it was posted by McPherson soccer coach Chris Adrian today. So I'm assuming that it will be at 7. I'm assuming it's 7. I think it will be 7. I don't know where I got 6.30. I have no idea. Either way, I'll be emceeing the pep rally at 5.30 yeah. over at Hop's that Snow actually, Cone That Shack. actually helps you out. You're not going to be quite Oh, mate, it helps me a lot. Yeah. I don't have to sprint yeah. from pretty much the radio station to the stadium. Right. I can leisurely, leisurely, leisurely jog. Okay. Or drive. One okay. of the two. Okay. Jorge Soler, 40 yeah. home runs. That was a He's bomb. the new home run king, Steve. It was a bomb. Speaking of the Kansas City Royals, would you like to join them in progress Let's here in a moment? It. Let's do it. We're going to join them in progress. They started on the radio at 11.30 today. Well, Spark- They're taking on the Detroit Tigers. I'll give you a score. Well, I'll tell you. Sparky's pitching, so they've probably given up at least two or three already. So we're going to join them here in just a moment whenever we get off. They are through two innings. Royals three, Tigers nothing. Wow, great start, Sparky. So we can Two join. So innings. we can join them for Maybe a Maybe Solaire hit another bomb. Maybe. Yeah. Steve, tomorrow on the show we have Fearless Forecaster. We've got Bullpups against Salina South. We have the Bulldogs against Langston. We talked with Coach Fiscus today. We've got it all ready to go. Yeah. 
and it's going to be a big, maybe our best Friday show in a long time. And we'll recap the soccer game. That's and, right. And uh, McPherson High, I think they have their Tennis Invitational Day and Cross Countries at Great Bend. That's right. Wrapping up today's show, for Steve Sell, I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, the Fieldhouse Grill and Taps, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Well,